0: welcome episode 117 of the ask achieve show where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health fitness and nutrition
1: we're your hosts lauren and jason pack and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space today we'll be discussing how many sets and reps we recommend um, whether calories from healthy food and calories from junk food are the same and what to eat before a workout and after a workout we hope you're excited let's get into the show
0: What's up, Chafers? Episode 117 it was a little bit of a test for Lawrence. So. Yeah, and
1: I didn't do well because I actually messed up two of the questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, <boom. laughs> So before the episode actually begins, Lauren has a little bit of a a script of what the questions are going to be just to make it as succinct as possible. And this time she tried to do it uh, off script, just like off the cuff.
1: Yeah, it didn't work. I said, um, (laughs) which is like, I never say, um, in the middle of an intro. And then I also like, I read one of the questions wrong. It's not what to eat before a workout and after it's what to eat before and how soon before. (laughs) Slightly different.
0: I mean, that's that's tough to say though. It's, it kind of switches gear midway, right? Before it's kind of like a common phrase, but then it switches gear into uh, a different like, question. Just kidding.
1: So. not not after, <laughs> just how soon? I'm like, oh shoot! <laughs> oh, um, anyway.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you, you, you try. You try you something
1: know? new, and the first time you try something new is usually the most awkward, and you gotta fumble through it a little bit in order yeah. to eventually break through that now, barrier. Now we're and, gonna
0: be pros.
1: Yeah, it'll be easy from here on. out.
0: Um, okay, so what do we do since last episode? This is it's Wednesday. It's
1: Wednesday. So, we did an episode on Monday.
0: Uh, we kind of think that Kendrick might be teething, uh, but we've said that for every occasion that he's been crying <laughs> for a prolonged period of time. So we're like, oh, he must be teething. Oh, he must be, and but I'm pretty sure. We'll see. He's, <laughs> we'll
1: see. But other
0: than that, he's still sleeping through the night. It yep. was uh, what's it five nights, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's, it feels like one of those movies where you're like lost at sea or like lost. It's, it's been five nights that <laughs> we've been sleeping.
1: It's been amazing.
0: So it's good. Um, yeah, I've nothing really to report since the last time, so I guess we can jump right Just into jump the questions. Right in. yeah. All right,
1: cool. So our first one is from our friend Lila G in DC, and she said, in on Instagram, you often give sets of six to eight reps, um, but in your March group, which she's talking about, we're doing like the spring kickstart challenge, um, most of the recommend, recommended reps are 15 reps, and so she's wondering why.
0: Yeah, this is, a, this is a really good question. And yeah. we, we took a lot of time to put together that program to make sure that it was not only challenging for people that are a little bit more experienced in a gym setting, but also not so challenging that it becomes discouraging for people that are less experienced, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it, be, it became, uh, it was difficult to figure out where to go. And we actually ended up making a beginner and an intermediate version of the workouts. And uh, she's right. We did put it at uh, 15 repetitions. Um Mainly because we were unsure of how people's form would be when it was more along the lines of six to eight repetitions or even lower, and having weight be the primary driver of workout fatigue
1: right, right? exactly yeah. and so
0: what we decided was okay let's not make it about weight let's have it more be about repetitions and just getting the form in and stuff like that um, as opposed to potentially um, getting in not so great situations with weight
1: yeah because basically you need like something needs to be the thing that's, that's driving the stimulus basically for change. Right. And so for, for us, usually what we recommend is after you've put a focus on form and you've kind of like laid a foundation, which at achieve, we usually use around 10 reps for our first phase. Um, um, but, and we're really focusing on form. We're making sure that movement is good and then we can drop the reps a little bit lower and use weight as the thing that, it makes the exercises more challenging week to week. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so we were like, well, since we can't see all these people in person and we can't make sure that their form is good, we might as well go higher reps so that they they can't use a ton of weight. So even if they yeah. are their form might be a little bit off, at least it's not with a lot of weight.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And like a lot of the exercises that we put on the Achieve channel are you know exercises like compound movements that are like six to eight extra uh, six to eight reps and stuff like that. And we think that's a generally a good rep range for an exercise that is um, very taxing on the body. Um, as for the, um, the beginner and intermediate programs, we put exercises like split squats and goblet squats, exercises that lend itself to be a little bit more um, in the high repetition category without form being um, compromise because of the high rep nature. Whereas we wouldn't put really 15 reps of deadlifts or 15 reps of, uh, back squats. Uh, but we did so for a lot of the dumbbell work. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was kind of our rationale behind it. Um, yeah, we definitely didn't take it lightly of putting out just a generalized program out there. We wanted to make sure that it applied to as many people as possible, challenged the ones that needed it and also made others feel empowered and successful while doing it as well. So, um, yeah, that was our thought process.
1: Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Question number two. This one was from B Choi7. And they said calories from healthy food and calories from junk food, are they the same?
0: Good question. And a commonly discussed question.
1: Um, yeah. So basically, oh, sorry, Kendrick's crying. But <laughs> my mom's here. She's going to go maybe try to. <laughs> Make him stop crying.
0: (laughs) This has been a common theme throughout today.
1: He's sleeping through the night, which has somehow equated to not napping. (laughs) But whatever. We'll take it. We'll take that. Um, So we're going to try to work our way through this right now. And if we can't, we'll do a little pause. Uh,
0: Thank you, Leslie. In the present and in the future as she listens to this.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay. So the question again is, are calories the same whether the food is healthy or not? Um, Or do they affect you the same way? And this is a very common question and also very hotly debated, even amongst like... Fitness and health and nutrition professionals, yeah, Um, yeah, and
0: scientists and nutritionists and researchers, like this is very hotly debated.
1: Yeah, so it's not there is no clear answer. I we definitely um, there's differing opinions and differing research and all that kind of stuff that, and none of it leads to one solid clear answer. Um, What I will say (laughs) is that you like there's basically different physiological responses to certain foods that do that I think would be the thing that makes the difference between, like, quote-unquote junk food and healthy food and the way that the calories affect your body. Mm-hmm. So certain foods might make you feel more sluggish. Like, you might notice that foods make you feel more sluggish. That may add stress to your body. That may make you, like, more sleep-deprived. Like, there are all these different things, like, different responses to certain foods might affect you physiologically and then may because of that have a different effect on you than say like really high quality protein vegetables and, and starches. Yeah. So you're
0: you're basically saying at a root (laughs) level, calories in and calories out is like, you know, that's kind of a decent way to go about it initially. Right. I mean,
1: it is, it's science. Like it does, it it is
0: true. (laughs) But you're saying overall, like holistically, if you're having you know pizza and beer and just heavy foods all the time you are going to feel more sluggish and lethargic and that's going to transfer over to other areas of life of your life so that might yeah. mean that you have a more sluggish and slower workout it mm-hmm. might mean that you have just less energy throughout the day yeah. um, suddenly your sleep quality is affected like all these things happen as a result of just eating less nutritious foods right exactly that's foods.
1: exactly what i'm trying to get to so it's not necessarily the exact calorie like ratio that's that's different mm-hmm. or the, the way that the calories in the food are affecting your body is different. It's just the way that the food is affecting you as an overall human being. Right. Um, that may, right. And it may just lead to you being more tired, which leads to you not working out as much. And so there's all these different things, factors that go into it. So it's not as simple as just saying like 50 calories of gummy bears is the same as 50 calories of carrots. Like it's, it's not yeah, it's gonna be the same. And I think
0: like the like the the more like science based people might be like, well, that's that's a little bit of a stretch to like extrapolate that far. But you know, I feel like the same people will also then talk about how improving your health and fitness improves all other areas of your life, right? right? And it's just like no, it's it's a, it's a two way street. So you have to take into account both principles, and that's why we're so um, you know, more focused on just habits and overall general guidelines and like these strict meal plans and stuff like that, because there's so much more to a person and the way their body composition is built than just pure calories in or pure how many calories they burn during a workout. Like there's so much more to it than that. Yeah. It's, it's not just like a calculation, like, Oh, eat this yeah. amount of calories because you're this height heightened weight and uh, exercise for thirty minutes uh, every three days. Like this, just doesn't work like that.
1: Yeah, this just not. We're not robots living in a in a lab. And yeah. also, like I mean, this is a different rabbit hole. But even calorie counting, at its core, is flawed because right, yeah. there's so many. I mean, there can be up to twenty percent. Um, They can be up to 20% off, basically, on food labels. Yeah,
0: on either end. On either end. So either 20%
1: higher or lower than what's listed on a food label, which is nuts. Yeah. And then also when you're eating foods that are more, like whole foods, you're not, you don't have a label to go off of. Right. So you're guessing, like, I don't know, is this a medium apple or a large right. it's apple? It's crazy, yeah. Like, you just don't know. And so to try to pinpoint everything on calories just makes life really challenging, first of all. Yeah. And then second of all, it's just so, un- you're, you're just really so unsure. Like, unless you're actually in a lab and you're actually, they're, like, doing whatever they do to the food to figure out how many calories are in it. And then right. you eat it. Like, you really just don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's, it's flawed from the start. It, it's yeah. a nice kind of like general way to start the process of yeah. understanding of, of like kind of where you should be at. But, um, yeah, you definitely don't want to be very obsessive over the numbers because it's a flawed system to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: So that answers that question hopefully and plus some. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then the last one is from Vanja Faraguna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they asked what can I eat before my workout and how soon before my workout? <laughs> um, different question than I thought, but, um, Basically, I mean, the first, we always like to answer questions with another question, which makes podcasting hard sometimes because we don't have the person in front of us. (laughs) But my first question to this person would be, what are your goals with... Your workouts and with nutrition because if they are a professional athlete or a bodybuilder that's going to be very different my recommendation will be very different from if they're just an average person who enjoys working out um, if you're somebody who the, the latter basically if you're somebody who just likes to go to the gym and you're trying to just feel good during your workouts the recommendations are really simple it's basically just have a good like high quality meal one to two hours before your workout and another good high quality meal one to two hours after your Mm -hmm. workout um that incorporates protein vegetables um and like a either a healthy like some sort of healthy carb either Mm -hmm. a grain or like potato or starch or something um so and that's pretty much it like that's really all that you need for to like fuel your workout and recover from your workout yeah um now, if you're trying to get somewhere a little bit more specific, like say you're really trying to build muscle or your or your bodybuilding or something like that, then we would recommend the same thing before, but maybe ha- making sure that you have like a protein shake immediately after, like a protein carbohydrate combo immediately after, mm-hmm. um, and that goes for somebody who's. We, we recommend that for a lot of people who just are looking for, like, body composition change.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now let's say someone is working out at 6 in the morning or so, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, really early for them, but they feel like... They can't work out on an empty empty stomach, but they also don't like want to shovel down eggs or oatmeal that early in the morning. Like what would you have for recommendations for that?
1: So for them, I would say, I mean, it actually really depends. So this is also another thing where it just depends on the person. So for some people, they might feel like if I eat anything, I feel like it's just in my stomach. It's sitting there. It's heavy. I don't like my workout. Mm -hmm. I would say it's okay to do a fasted workout. Yeah. Like I don't recommend fasted Mm -hmm. workouts for the benefits that everybody like talks about like the fat burning benefits but if it's like this is what I feel comfortable with and this is what makes me feel like I can have a good workout then go ahead and just not eat until after the workout that's totally fine for a lot of people they're going to be like I feel like I have no energy if I don't eat anything in that case we recommend maybe like a piece of fruit with some peanut butter Mm -hmm. something like that where it's not super heavy it's kind of quick um but it doesn't like sit so heavy in your stomach yeah like banana and peanut butter or something like that
0: yeah definitely yeah Yeah. exactly what I was going to say um or you can
1: have your shake during your workout that's yeah. another option as that's well so too. a lot of people will just order like we have a shake bar to achieve but if you can like get a smoothie or make a smoothie and just drink it throughout your workout it's kind of like a little bit easier on your stomach you're not just like downing something right before <laughs> but you're just letting it kind of fuel you'll fuel you throughout yeah so.
0: yeah And it's just a matter of trial and error and like things just kind of like change and evolve as you start to you know go on with your process because uh like i remember when i was in college I would, I, first of all, I would work out at like 10 or 11 a night. Like we, I, I, we did this thing yeah. where we'd work out <laughs> so late at night. And I remember going to the cafeteria, um, like just like an hour before. And I would have like a three hamburgers <laughs> and, uh, fries and some vegetables and a slice of pizza and soda. And then I'll go work out, like have an incredible workout after. <laughs> and I, can't, I can't even fathom that happening right now. Um, and now it's like, okay, I need a lot less of that. Obviously I just uh, just try to go for some sort of like protein and carb um, a little bit before and that seems to do a trick so it definitely evolves as you uh you, as you evolve basically yeah. but uh, yeah just just really experimenting and playing around with with what works best for you yeah, yeah that's about it cool it was a little bit of a quicker episode. There's a lot of random sounds and interruptions. <laughs> the neighbors upstairs were like bowling or yeah.
1: something. <laughs> Kendrick, my mom just brought Kendrick out. He's just laughing at us right now. He's literally looking He's like, at us and oh. laughing. He's
0: like, I won. <laughs> like,
1: Haha. Another 20 minute nap. <laughs> um, all right. So those are all of our answers to your burning questions for today. We really appreciate the questions and hopefully we were able to provide some insight that was helpful. If you have questions of your own, you can submit them to us at chief in Boston on Instagram. Send us a DM there. Uh, If you like the podcast and you wouldn't mind leaving us an iTunes review, we'd be very grateful for that. And until next time, peace, love, and and muscles. muscles.